Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a biography of oak trees. There is an old saying that goes, fairy folks are in old oaks. The oak was one of the fairy trinity of trees, which included the ash and the hawthorn. And as we are now in the Celtic tree month of oak, let's take a moment to reflect on the mundane and the magical presence of that of oak that has had in our culture for thousands of years. It might seem incongruous to us that our mighty oak would have been associated with such diminutive beings as fairies, for a big oak can weigh 30 tons. Some famous large oaks in Europe include the Fairlop oak, with a 36-foot girth or 9-foot diameter, the Corthort oak with a 70-foot girth, or a 23-foot diameter, and the largest of all, the Charant oak, with a 90-foot girth, an incredible 30-foot diameter, which was estimated in the mid-19th century to be between 1,000 and 2,000 years old. Imagine that. Not only were oaks large in size, but they also figured significantly in the survival and comfort of humans from ancient times. Oak wood, because of its hardness, elasticity, and strength, was invaluable for shipbuilding. Oak bark was used universally for tanning leather. Oak seed, or acorns, was a major source of food for livestock such as pigs that foraged in the woods, and people also ate acorns, which are 5.2% protein, 43% fat, and 45% carbohydrate. By shelling and grinding the kernels, and then leaching out the tannins, they made a nourishing flour for pancakes and breads. Medicinally, the astringent effects of oak bark were well known. A tonic was made for fever, hemorrhaging, and chronic diarrhea, and bruised oak leaves were applied to heal external wounds. In long-populated regions of the world, like Europe, it is a wonder that oak trees ever grew large or old, because people relied upon them so heavily for their survival. Large oaks clearly benefited from the care and cooperation of humans who protected and venerated them, enabling these trees to become such stately and sacred creatures. For example, Native Americans in Maine regularly burned the land around certain oaks in order to fertilize the earth, reduce nutrient competition by their other plants, and increase exposure to sunlight. Oaks that were managed like this grew crowns of enormous height and width, which resulted in abundant acorn crops. But oaks were also protected because of their spiritual significance. The ancient Greeks called the oak the mother tree, and in their mythology, oak branches produced the first people, and acorns were the first food. Celtic mythology also told of people being born of the sacred oak, and German folklore recounted tales of people as the children of oak trees. The oak was the mother, and just as the mother provides the passage from non-being into being, she was also considered to be the portal between the worlds of the living and non-living between the manifest and the invisible worlds. And through the mother, beings could move back and forth between these worlds. This idea is reflected in the very name of the oak in the Celtic language, dwyr, which means door. Other words like Doris in Old Goidelic, Dura in Greek, Dur in German, are all derived from the Sanskrit dur, meaning door. The oak was the door or portal to the other world.
That is why the Druids met in oak groves, for example, to perform their sacred ceremonies. And it explains why the oak was believed to be a fairy tree. For it was through the door of the oak that fairies, goddesses, gods, and spirits moved between the timeless and the mortal realms. By the time of the Romans, the oak <coughs> uh, had taken on paternal qualities, and it had become the tree of Mars Silvanus, who was the god of agriculture, and the son of the great goddess Juno. In Great Britain and Germany, Mars Silvanus was known as the Green Man, often depicted with oak leaves and acorns encircling his head. And the legendary heroes King Arthur and Robin Hood, defenders of the weak, were also associated with the oak. But there is another saying that goes, Beware the oak, it draws the stroke. The old Europeans had noticed that the oak was struck by lightning more often than other trees. Eventually, they linked the oak to the new male sky gods, like Zeus, Jupiter, and Thor, who wielded lightning bolts against enemies. Thus, lightning and oak became symbols of strength and power, and Mars Silvanus, the gentle nurturer of the land, became Mars, the god of war. But many long for the return of the green man, the defender of the land, and the loving, playful consort of the goddess. Many want to beat the sword of the war god Mars back into the plowshare of the agricultural god Mars Silvanus, for peace is one of the best nurturers of all. Let the oak then be a symbol of peace, for the peace of oaks makes merry folks. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.